0: Again, what have you been watching, Andrew? What have you been up
1: to? I oh, don't know. I haven't been watching uh, very many movies. Why? Not a whole lot. I've just been having my own projects. I feel that. But let's uh, say for the past like months or so, I've been listening to a lot of The Grateful Dead. Okay. Which is a band I never really liked in high school. I didn't like them very much. There were people in the high school that liked it a lot, but I never really oh, yeah. saw The Appeal. I thought they were too soft. Mm-hmm. But I saw Dead & Company a couple of years ago, and that was good. I think, like, after I, I, like, listened to a bunch of Bob Dylan, you know, Bob Dylan has, like, an affinity for the Grateful Dead. Like, he's played yeah. with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, I, I decided to, like, really, like, to listen to, like, all the Grateful Dead studio albums and, and everything, And uh, which I did. And, you know, now I've just been, like, slowly making my way through the Dick's Picks archive, which are just, like, live shows that have been bootlegs that have been officially released. That started like in the late 90s. And uh, yeah, I have probably listened to, I don't know, probably dozens of <laughs> hours of Grateful Dead at this point.
0: You're a real deadhead.
1: I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I never really liked the deadhead thing either, which is why I think it what didn't appeal to me. But I, th- I think I can confidently say now that I really like the music itself. You know, a live tape are, is like three and a half, four hours. So it's like a lot of music to listen to. But I like the Grateful Dead songs. I like the playing. I like Jerry Garcia's guitar playing. I like his singing. I like Bob Weir's rhythm guitar playing. There is something. It's kind of like a nice, like, it's just like a very tasteful kind of effective combination of like several different like early American genres. Rock music, bluegrass, maybe some jazz, you know, folk music. I think it all comes together in a very, like, tasteful, very beautiful way. And I think, too, with, like, music and every kind of American entertainment, I think people really want, like, instant satisfaction, instant gratification. And with Grateful Dead, you don't really get that. It's more kind of, like, hone in on it and kind of accept for what it is. And once you dial into it, you can really, like, see the beauty in it. And I think I have. I think it's amazing. So this week, I watched the Grateful Dead movie, which came out in 1977, it came out in '77, but it, it, it's footage from shows from 1974 when they performed at Winterland in San Francisco. It was like their final shows before they went on their break. And I think honestly, like if you don't really like like the Grateful Dead or just kind of want like a good like introduction to them, the movie's pretty good just because like it's them at a pretty high point in their career, playing wise. So the music and songs on it are really great. And the footage of the concert's great. And then you also get a lot of like funny, like uh, deadhead interviews and moments and stuff that are nice. So I think that's just just like a nice like introduction. Jerry Garcia co directed it. And yeah, you know, I just, uh, I think it's good. I think it's like a fun kind of, I would say like introduction to them. And then I watched the fucking like nearly four hour long documentary film series, Long Strange Trip, that came out like six years ago. So I learned a lot from that. I like the documentary quite a bit, actually. I thought it was good. You get a lot of good, you know, interviews and and, and information. It's almost four hours long, but it still kind of only seems to scratch the surface, honestly. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's still a lot that, you know, I feel like wasn't covered. They don't talk about all of their albums, you know, just like a few of them. So it's like, you know they just like skip over a lot of studio albums and a lot of like other stuff and you know i guess that's just how like storied the band is you know there's only so much you can cover yeah. the whole last episode basically focuses on Jerry Garcia and his death um which was sad
0: interesting yeah
1: so i liked it and i like the band and yeah it's uh it's been fun okay i've listened
0: to some grateful dead songs i've never listened to a full album not because i've specifically tried to avoid them or anything of that nature Emily's grandpa really loved the Grateful Dead. Huge Grateful Dead fan. So I've definitely listened to a bit, but it's usually like the same, you know, six or seven songs because it's just like... Probably like
1: Casey Jones and like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Boxer Reigned.
0: But I would love to listen to some more Grateful Dead. I don't know why, I've just never gotten into Like, there's no real reason why I, I've avoided
1: it. I just... There, there was something about them that I always thought was kind of uncool, which I think is why maybe mm. people our age avoid them. There's something kind of uncool about them. They came
0: to India a lot, right?
1: That's where I saw them. I saw them at Ruoff yeah. a couple of years ago, but that's Dead and Company, obviously. It's right, different. right. Jer, but so uh, I will say that I I I listened to like a decent amount of Grateful Dead when I saw them, but not a ton. Yeah, I've listened to a ton of them now, and I believe this summer <laughs> they're on their final tour, Dead and Company. That is so. Okay, that's coming to an end as well. It's a shame, but luckily we have tons and tons of record of footage <laughs> and recordings of the band wonderful like of every show that they've ever played so i think it's i think it'll be okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) so does that mean you finished your bob dylan journey i know you're going through his
1: albums oh well did did you listen to shadow kingdom i listened to that recently
0: shadow kingdom
1: yeah a couple years ago bob dylan did a i think a live concert movie video thing where he performed like about a dozen of his like old songs Uh uh-uh and they released the album, the studio album recordings from Oh, it. they
0: they just released it?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. It took a while to release it for some reason. Okay. No, I have not listened to it. All it is is just like, it's just different renditions of these Bob Dylan songs. Right. Right. It's as if you went and saw Bob Dylan live and saw him perform these songs, except they're recorded like in a studio. So yeah, huh. new Bob Dylan, basically, for the most part
0: love new bob dylan new bob dylan's yeah, good yeah. bob dylan <laughs> obviously they're old
1: songs but you know they're different renditions so it's interesting Still, and i, I mean, thought it was nice
0: these are songs that he did like 50 years ago so right, exactly you know, yeah yeah bob dylan's a much and, and different the,
1: and and the songs on shadow kingdom are, are songs that are a little bit less known and there's
0: some good stuff on here
1: it's all over now baby blue tombstone blues i'll be your baby tonight But it's of course like, it's, it's, it's of course, you know, like him doing it and the way he performs music now and live, you know? Yeah. So they're, they're very, they're very different renditions of the songs, of course. But uh, yeah, I thought that album was good. And, you know, it's with Bob Dylan, you know, it's like I've listened to pretty much everything except Mm -hmm. for. All of the bootleg archive stuff, mm-hmm. which can be kind of a lot, you know. That's there's a, a lot, lot there. Like, there's a lot to <laughs> sift through. Uh, yeah. But I, I'll get to them eventually. But I've listened to all of his studio albums, live albums. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not done. Never.
0: If you were to turn on a Bob Dylan album
1: right now, what would you turn on? Interesting question. I like. Hmm, if if I'm just sitting in my home and I'm chilling out, and I wanted to put on something, yes, I would maybe put on obviously it changes, but I guess like if I had to pick anything to just like, kind of like throw on. Yeah. In, in terms of an album I'm familiar with, I guess I would either put on, it was harder than I thought. <laughs> I guess it would either be like street legal. Okay. Or love and theft. Oh, love and theft. Um, Yeah. I've listened to those. Or honestly, maybe I would even maybe put on triplicate. <laughs> I like really. Okay. yeah, Those crooner albums are underrated.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I it's been a while since I've listened to triple. I don't think I've listened to triple kit since it came out, so it's been a mess. I,
1: I've listened to it a lot. Interesting. Huh.
0: I would not I would not have guessed triplicate I would not have guessed.
1: <laughs> triplicate is good. It's, it's got incredible. some really good renditions on it. There's some bad renditions, but there's also really good renditions on it. Yeah. I guess I'll have to change my plans. Is good. Oh yeah, this sounds great. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> yeah. So oh, maybe I would put on Shadow Kingdom though, just because like that's the newest one. So I'm not very familiar with it, of course. Yeah, I love love Bob Dylan. Yeah. And once again, like, you know, Bob Dylan, of course, had like an affinity. I think he said like Jerry Garcia is like the fountain of all American music or something like that. I've even listened to that Dylan Grateful Dead live album that they released in the 80s. And uh, that one's not great. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like very inconsistent. There are some songs that are good, but then there are some songs that are kind of rough.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the Bob Dylan album I go back to the most as someone who. Listens to an ungodly amount of Bob Dylan and would listen to more if Emily didn't hate Bob Dylan. It's probably the Basement Tapes. I don't know why.
1: It's very new. There's just something
0: about that. Yeah. There's just something about that album that because it's like it's definitely a lot more lo-fi than a lot of his stuff.
1: Yeah, the Basement Tapes. Tapes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but there's just something about it that I I don't know. It just gets me every time. Like I just I can just jam out to it in a way. I mean, he's I've he's only, got so much uh, stuff to jam out to, but
1: yeah. That's a Dylan album I've only listened to through once, so I think I need to return to that one soon to uh, get it going again. There's some songs in there really good. I like Million Dollar Bash.
0: Million Dollar? Yeah. I love uh, Orange Juice Blues. It's one of my favorites on that, but yeah, gotta love some Dylan. Gotta get into some Grateful Dead yeah. to listen to. Well, uh, nah, there's no way to transition this. <laughs> I was like, Whatever. I'm starting yeah, to transition. It's, it's not great, gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> a movie that we talked about a while ago we talked about it because we had just watched touch of evil i think we watched we talked about in the after show i watched the player for the first time the other day
1: oh yeah the almond
0: movie
1: yeah where it has that's that a good uh, touch
0: of evil opening amazing opening i love the player opening <laughs> i love the opening <laughs> so, that's, so a good, funny, that's a good clever that's a good
1: solid that's a good solid movie fun it's movie. good it,
0: it's a lot darker than i thought it'd be especially like from the opening really like dark. it's it's so like bright and Silly, right. and then it gets like, oh shit, it's it pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. And uh with Tim Robbins? He has an amazing job. He's like great Tim in it. Yeah, he's really good. He just plays oh, like an no absolutely movie. insane person, and it's it's great. It's just like so like there's something like sort of noir about it, like everything's like dark and neonny and ninety two, same year
1: as Malcolm X.
0: Same year as Malcolm X. It's just a good year for movies. Yeah. I think i think that maybe the i've seen one other
1: allman movie i love robert Altman. I, I watched a good handful of his movies but i haven't even really gotten to the ones that people consider his best like i've seen the long goodbye which by the way if you like kind of like the neo-noir like kind of thing going on in The player then you yeah. probably should watch the long goodbye 1973 like okay very neo-noir kind of like it's kind of like a almost like kind of like a like a psychic not psychedelic but kind of like a like a kind of like a downtrodden kind of noir early 70s late 60s type movie really good um that's probably considered his best movie and mr mccabe and mrs miller well mccabe and mrs miller is another one movie that i've mentioned before on the show which is like a good like western kind of like a like yeah post western almost and mash is good california split is good brewster mcleod is good and of course i also enjoy a uh, secret honor i like secret honor a lot the movie
0: we talked about on the podcast yeah secret honor was great
1: but I haven't even seen, I haven't seen Nashville, which from what that's I can tell, Nashville, famous. yeah, that might be considered his most, of I the mean, it's people not the that most I popular, follow, but yeah, of the people that I follow it, with their movie opinions and stuff like that, it seems like Nashville is the one that's like his opus because it's almost three hours long and it's like got a ton of people in it. And I, I, I really like how um, Altman directs his like actors and stuff. The Secret Honor is kind of a funny movie because it's just the one guy, right? And which is a little <laughs> just unusual.
0: One guy, because, one room.
1: Yeah, his movies are really dynamic, and they have tons of actors. And the way mm-hmm. that his actors talk to each other, they like talk over each other. You yeah, know? that's kind of like a common Altman thing where mm-hmm. characters like they talk a lot. They they're yeah. like yammering a lot. So I like that.
0: Natural is long down the list, and Altman in general,
1: of course. After we watch
0: Secret Honor definitely wanted to get more altman but i don't know i just uh i know how i turned on the player i think i was just looking for something funny and it it's just pretty kind funny of popped up yeah yeah it's good it's funny i mean it's dark and crazy and all that but i enjoyed the player i had a good time i really did oh here's an update okay this is semi it's movie-ish related it's very related to the podcast
1: is it movie pass related
0: It's MoviePass related.
1: Okay. That's what I thought. (laughs) Okay.
0: I was so disappointed when MoviePass, my subscription was canceled for whatever odd reason. And I deleted the app and I'd given up on it. And the other day I was like, I just, I really wish it would work. So I I download the app and it asked me to put in like my credit card information or whatever. So I put it in and it works. And I'm like, well, maybe like, you know, the, the app's working. I'm skeptical. And I go to the theater. It works. It just Movie Pass works again. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know what changed. <laughs> it,
0: it's been solved. the The problem has been solved. So I'm going to continue using Movie Pass for better or for worse, which has allowed me to go to the theater a couple of times. Unfortunately, the movie theater around here have been showing shit lately. I mean, there's
1: been well, there there's been nothing but shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess like what this weekend or next weekend is new wes anderson so i, I guess next weekend or two but <clears throat> what i mean like what yeah it's just it's just like movies the movies that have been that are out are just they're, they're really fucking bad yeah i went so here's how bad
0: the movie situation is is i went and saw the machine which is the burke Kirshner movie based off of his 2016 comedy special
1: i i don't think there's any movie i want to watch least than that one it is like, what a stupid idea yeah Fuck you. Well,
0: so so uh <laughs> so here's my biggest complaint with it is for whatever reason they seem really self-conscious about the original story of the machine which is like which is weird because
1: that's by far his most popular bit like that's the reason most people know it's him. so popular that 10 years later they they've decide to make a movie out of it but the thing is instead of doing something else the movie isn't about that bit it's supposed to be like a sequel to that bit like
0: it's a whole different story which is weird and like they'll do flashbacks to like the original bit or like you know like what actually happened or whatever and all the flashback stuff is actually pretty cool like it they're shot on film it's grainy it looks good there's some good performances but that only takes up like 20 minutes of this i don't know 90 minute film and for some reason they're like super self-conscious about like the original bit like they don't want to talk about the original bit or it's just like this side character and instead like the main story is Mark Hamill plays Burt Kirshner's dad and they're like kidnapped and taken to Russia and it's dumb I, I don't really understand the logic behind the whole thing I mean I I think it would have been a much better movie if they had just made a movie version of the original bit. Like, I think that would have been interesting and entertaining, but no,
1: I don't even think I would not. I'm not even going to venture that far. Well, I'm speaking. it should. Have... I mean, seeing flashbacks of the original, bit, like all this
0: flashback stuff is good. Like it's enjoyable. It's funny. It's well written, but it's so little of the film that it seems to me like what happened. Here's my prediction of what happened. 2016, he releases the bit, gets super popular. Time goes by. Someone comes to Berkshire and they're like, We're, we want to make this into a movie, right? 2018, 2019, 2020, whatever. And they try to write the movie where it's just the original bit. Like they try to make that into a feature length film and they quickly realize that there's just not enough material there. So they have to put in a whole nother movie into it. Because like, again, as, as I mentioned, the 20 minutes of the like stuff, back in like Soviet Russia in like the nineteen seventies or whatever. Like that stuff is fun and silly and good. But I think they realized that there wasn't enough there to make a feature film, which I think it could have been done. But I think what happened is like we're never gonna be able to like stretch this out long enough. So we just need to pat the shit out of this with just like new content and uh all the new content is
1: not good at all. It's uh it wasn't good. No, <laughs> I, know. <way>. I wasn't <laughs>
0: shocking but it was better than the other movie i saw in theaters which was uh the new transformers movie
1: mm-hmm. cool who cares like it's not made by michael bay so i don't give a shit
0: it's definitely not the worst transformers movie i can say that with some confidence definitely not the worst but it's not good either
1: <laughs> it's really no way no i don't so
0: what's so amazing to me because I remember as a kid watching the Transformers cartoon all the time. Fucking loved it. It's great. Robots that turn into cars fundamentally seems entertaining. Like, it seems like that's impossible not to be entertaining. Like, it just seems like on a fundamental level, that has to be entertaining. Like, it's just like at the core of human beings. Robots.
1: The first movie's movie's great. (laughs) (laughs) I like the first. The first Transformers movie is still like a kick-ass movie that I loved as a kid.
0: Yeah, I I remember loving the Transformers movie as a kid, but they... It's just, like, what's wild about this movie is the most interesting part of the movie isn't the Transformers. Like, there's a couple of scenes where it's just, like, the people just, like, doing shit. Like, that's the most interesting stuff. Which, it's fine for most movies, but, like, for a Transformers movie, the one thing you want to be interesting, which is 90% of the film, are the Transformers, but it's just... And the other thing is, like, all these Transformers movies, all fucking 15 of them, it's the exact same movie. Like, there's nothing which amazes me because that cartoon was on for years and like they, they did different things. Like they didn't just do the one thing, but it's always the exact same thing, right? The Decepticons are going to take over the world, except this time it's not the Decepticons. It's just a different, you know, fucking robot. That's not Decepticons, just a different name. And they have to get this MacGuffin to stop them from taking over the world. And that's it. And it's just,
1: you should just watch Spider-Man again. You probably would have been better off. Honestly, I might, I'm looking at like, what am going to go see next week? Were you going to see? The flash? probably it's gonna be bad it makes me me shudder (laughs) there's nothing they need to play Padre Pio they need to put they should have released that wide Padre Pio I would have loved to see that in the theaters I wish
0: but yeah I'll probably I'll probably end up just going to see Spider-Man again next week because it's easily the best movie I've seen in theaters in quite a while and
1: other than like Asteroid City I'm not even like that like excited to see Asteroid City to be honest yeah I'm gonna go see it but like (laughs) I'm just like kind of like I just feel kind of empty about the whole thing
0: yeah I agree I mean I've liked Wes Anderson's last few films
1: but I thought the last movie was like slightly disappointing
0: yeah I feel like his films like they don't have any heart
1: anymore I'm getting a little tired of it yeah like they feel a little empty you know what I mean I'm sure it's, like, fine and good and probably way better than any other movie in theaters. The Flash, Little Mermaid, <laughs> Guardian, like, you know, all this shit. But I'm still, like, not, like, super excited to go see it, you know? I would be more excited to see Padre Pio. I wish... Is Padre Pio playing there? You want? Are you going to go see that?
0: There's no way that's going to be playing. Why not? Let me see.
1: I need to see that movie as soon as possible. Yeah, it's not showing anywhere around here. There was something Fuck.
0: that I wanted to see... It might come out here, but might not.
1: Oh, Blackberry.
0: Do you know if that's out anywhere yet?
1: I think it's already been. It's been out.
0: It's already. Yeah, they never. It never came here. Is it over? It's already been released. Am I too late?
1: No, I think it's too late. I think if you're gonna watch, it's gonna be on streaming. Yeah, I'm fucking. I really want to see Blackberry too. That's like yeah, Blackberry, Padre Pio are like the two movies off the top of my head that I really want to watch you know matt johnson one of the greatest finest men you got to watch his other movies and show you got to watch a show
0: yeah it's on streaming now well nirvana no i wish that's oh the gonna be able that. the yeah. blackberry yeah. the band
1: the show is um you can watch it like i think you can watch it on uh, internet archive i think it's just on there. Okay. i think that's where i watched it
0: i think it's what we have to do
1: but yeah i think blackberry i think that's out for the count in terms of like watching it in the theater yeah, it said it came out May twelfth. So. <laughs> so yeah, I think and if I, you didn't I see would've... it, then it's then it's out. Man,
0: it's not in theater. It fucking anymore. sucks. I, Actually, I never play... really checked.
1: What were you gonna say? Sorry.
0: I was just gonna say that like they fucking played, you know, Transformers for like the next six weeks here, but I can't go see fucking BlackBerry in a single theater. Fucking bullshit. Pisses me off.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not happy about it either. Actually, yesterday I wanted to see a movie in theater. For like the first time in like months, maybe what? we went to the we went to the Speed Art Museum, and we saw a movie that was actually really fucking great. Go on, Verkmeister Harmonies, the Bellatar movie from two thousand. We saw it. Oh, okay. Bellatar is mostly known is a Hungarian guy. He's mostly known as the guy who directed Santa Tango, which is a seven hour movie, it's just like slow black and white movies. And Verkmeister Harmonies, Harmonies was slow and black and white. <laughs> it's like over two hours long but there's only 39 shots in the whole movie holy shit so like you get some really long takes nothing flashy it's just kind of like you know like it'll be like a person walking or running and that's like kind of like the action i don't know it's uh kind of reminded me of stalker a little bit um kind of like a post-apocalyptic kind of <laughs> central like like east european like hellscape and everything sucks yeah <laughs> and but there's some amazing images and photography and i loved it i thought it was one of the best movies i've seen this year
0: wow okay then I'll 4k to... ooh that sounds
1: nice 4k restoration that's why i was playing there yeah yeah for sure they haven't been playing the museum hasn't been playing movies i've been interested in either they haven't been interesting or i've missed them so uh, yeah. people- I'm glad I was able to see that movie because that movie is probably just like, you know, slow, sad European movie. It's best to see it in a theater, in my opinion. It's good to watch a movie like that after watching so much like erratic stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, because then you can kind of just like decompress and kind of like let kind of like the slowness of it kind of help you decompress. Yeah, I
0: feel that. I need something like that in my life. I feel like I haven't watched anything similar to that in a hot minute i mean honestly just like the films i've seen in the last like couple of weeks has been like other than the player and of course malcolm x other than those two i have not seen a good movie since spider-man i don't know why i mean i guess it's my fault like it's just the movies i'm choosing are just disappointing experiences
1: everything yeah (laughs) the movies that are playing in the theaters right now are just like ugh, sucks. (laughs) it's disappointing to say the least
0: i guess uh oppenheimer comes out soon
1: yep okay yeah that's true oppenheimer's coming out barbie's coming out new mission impossible is coming out new mission
0: impossible so we
1: we do we do got some heat we got some heat on the way so it'll be okay
0: we got shit coming soon so july's gonna be a good month
1: i think so too i think so too because yeah and you know new dune at the end of the year too you know so
0: oh shit that's this year
1: yeah i think like in november or something like that so you know we got some heat on the way it's coming
0: that new willy wonka movie of course you're very excited for who gives it well yeah i'm very excited is flowers of the killer moon is that coming out this year
1: i think it is i forgot about that too that's also coming out i'm very excited for that
0: this year has kind of been shitty for uh, movies so i'm ready for i'm ready for some good stuff I mean we've had a couple of hits you know
1: john wick yeah john wick was good it technically came out last year, but yeah, I'm still like a big fan of uh, The Master Gardener. You know, Bo's Afraid it was interesting. Cree 3 was good. But so far, I haven't really been uh, watching a lot of great movies in theaters lately. It's been kind of not great.
0: Not a great year for cinema, but maybe the second half will really <laughs> be wonderful. I hope. New Mission Impossible, man.
1: New Mission Impossible will be cool. Yeah, like these movies will be cool.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready to go to an IMAX and fucking
1: watch yeah. Oppenheimer
0: and, Machine yeah, I'm and all yet. that shit. Only way. I agree. Well, that's that's pretty much it. No, I did watch this very average movie that had Ashton Kutcher in it. That new Netflix movie he's in, Your Place or Mine. It's a Netflix original, I think is the best description you could put for this movie. Oh, it's
1: not okay.
0: bad enough to be like funny because it's so bad. And it's certainly not good so it just exists
1: (laughs) well okay
0: (laughs) i mean like i would never i I would never recommend someone watch it but like if you turn it on you're not gonna have a terrible time i guess it's just it just is that's it
1: (laughs) that's exciting wow really Really, a, a, a shining review. I know. Review I'm really
0: review. selling you on this one.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm aware of this movie and I will not be watching it.
0: I don't know why you would.
1: <laughs> I do not care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: That's all I've been watching I mean, I, haven't, I don't think I've watched really any TV since we last talked. I haven't watched any Seinfeld.
1: You watch any Curb? Well, wait. You're done with Seinfeld. I'm almost you're done with Seinfeld. I'm on the last the season. Okay. On the last season.
0: But I, I haven't watched any Seinfeld because, I don't know, I just... You're busy. Yeah, I'm a busy man doing busy shit. So, no Seinfeld.
1: That's pretty much it for me as well, honestly. Well, that's okay.
0: Next time we'll have more to talk about, maybe. Or less, who knows? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, until next time, y'all. Thank you.